Good morning, Super Kicker with Steven fans. Your favorite host right here, Greg over there, Steven. Greg right there. One of these days I'll learn how to play. <laughs> um, Greg over there, Steven right here. And we got our man, the betting man, Raphael down there. This is like the Brady Bunch right here. We're rocking it out. A stupendous weekend. How many, what are the odds <laughs> of I'm using that word, Raphael? How many times do you think I'll use that word? Uh, probably a lot, I, I would guess. <laughs> I'm just hoping and praying that, that the words that you use backs up for the show that we watch. Oh, there you go. Yes, that is true. Uh, because there has been a lot of stupendous stuff already happening. And uh, yeah, WrestleMania tonight's got a lot to live up to. Now, the only thing I'll add is, you know, WrestleMania, WWE is just like, we just got to put on the best show for ourselves. But I'll just kind of leave it at that. So uh, we had a really great evening last night. SmackDown happened. Uh, just in case you missed it, Madcap Moss is our new Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Battle Royal winner. I do not know what the odds were on that, uh, Raphael. Were the odds high on him winning? Did you guys have any odds for that? I didn't put odds on that because, A, why okay. they still have this tournament going on? Here's another thing that that storyline's dead in the water. If you're not going to do it on a pay-per-view uh, mm-hmm. event – uh, then why even have it? Uh, so I, I, he's put, he, I heard around, was it Thursday, that there was three wrestlers that they were planning on winning, and he was one of them. Okay. I mean, yeah, I had almost until he decided to wrestle Lashley at the last minute, so I assume they were going with him. But, yeah, Madcap, and they kind of teased a little, not breakup yet, but they did have Corbin talking up, like, oh, I've already done this. I showed you how to do this, blah, 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 which we probably should get ready to break that team up. I know it's kind of early, but at the same time, if they get Madcap the win, I kind of wonder if that's a small tease for what could happen. So, um, And then also we have the big Hall of Fame event. I told Greg before we went on air, Undertaker is still talking about whatever he's talking about, his TED talk, or t- <laughs> dead talk as people were throwing out there. So... Either that, or he's making his way down to the ring right now. Yeah, never say never. Uh, that is a very, very, is, very, very good possibility. Is money rolling in, Greg? I mean, Rafael, <laughs> sorry, is money rolling in on Taker and Seth tonight? Uh, what I understood uh, about less than 24 hours ago, it's it's either going to be him or, or Shane and uh, some other guy will introduce himself on Monday Night Raw. Well, so that guy could wait. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, anyways, we do have Greg over there. What do you? What's going on, Greg? Are you ready for this stupendous weekend? Hey, it's the most wonderful time of the Mm -hmm. year. Hey, I'll take this over Christmas week any year of ever, ever. Just ever. I I set the calendar around WrestleMania. I take my vacation weeks around WrestleMania. I didn't get to this year, but. Any other year, I pretty much schedule vacation around WrestleMania. I wanted to go down there this year, but uh, it wasn't in the cards. But there are a few weekends I get more hype for than WrestleMania weekend. Even as much as we bag on the storylines and them not developing characters, yada, yada, this is still the greatest show in all of pro wrestling. And, you know, sports entertainment, forget all that. 
this is pro wrestling just at its best. Uh, and as for much as we bag on it, this is the show where everybody from the top dog down to the first person out of the locker room, the biggest jobber, they're going to put on the performance of their life. That the best show they can possibly do. So we're going to see, you know, the culmination of all the storylines, yes, but this is going to be hands down the best wrestling show that WWE will do all year, that these performers will do all year. So I am super hyped for it. That probably is the best point. I do feel like, you know, everybody from top to bottom tries to put their best foot forward, you know. I mean, that's, you know, even those guys in the Battle Memorial, Battle Royals, like even they try to put on something that, you know, people can remember. So uh, even though I had to be reminded that uh, Jimmy Uso or Jay Uso won it last year. So there you go. But let's kick it off right away. Let's start with stand and deliver predictions. So we're going to bring up the slideshow right here. Greg, I'm going to have you go first. And uh, then we'll get to Raphael kind of with what where the odds are landing in favor of. And if he has any thoughts, then I'll give my prediction. But I already know who you're going with, Greg. So are you going to go all in on play <laughs> night here? Hey, I love both of these guys. Um, you know, I feel about, you know, it's hard to say Gunther. It still sucks saying Gunther because I love my dude, Walter. But, you know, I love my dude, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Let's go. Um, this is going to be a banger. I'm loving it. And you know what? At the end of the day, I don't care if LA Knight keeps taking L's as long as this ends with him landing on the main roster, which I think is where this is going. And we already painted the picture with him taking over Miz TV. Great entry level feud with the Miz. As long as that's the end game, we get LA Knight up on the main roster because he really has no space left for him in, in NXT. Uh, you know, I'm fine with him eating an L, and Walter needs that, or Gunther needs that, uh, keep that momentum towards the showdown with Braun Breaker. So I'm taking Gunther in this one, going against my dude LA Knight. All right, and Raphael, where is the money line here in Knight and Gunther? Is it all on Gunther? Yeah, just because uh, he will be in the main roster. Uh, what I understood that they wanted to put him on the main roster, be introduced to that Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. But now, since uh, another person might be stealing that, it's going to be very interesting to see when they introduce uh, LA Knight. I guess LA should just be L O S S Knight because he's he's eating a lot of L's uh, uh, lately, and that's why I think that's why it's bad that we've seen some of these NXT uh, wrestlers that get into the main roster coming in from a whole bunch of L's. And I think that's why the fans don't really jump in. That's why they struggle. I don't understand why uh, WWE brings in these NXT stars. I hate to say losing streaks uh, and stuff like that. Cause the fans see it. The fans know oh, last time I saw this guy on standing over, he got an L last time I saw him on Tuesday, he got an L. Oh, why is he on the main roster for if he's all oh, I've seen is L's L's L's. And I think that's why some of these fans don't transition uh, when these when these guys come into the main roster, I don't understand why they do that. And this will, could be another bad case of uh, bringing in a, a guy into the main roster on a losing streak. So uh, beat Gunther or whatever you want to call him, Walter or whatever, and then bring him onto the uh, into the high limelight with his NXT belt or a win streak or whatever. Uh, bring him in. Why bring him in? And the loser. That's like bringing in a, a guy from AAA baseball that's batting, not even, not even his weight, and then all of a sudden you're putting him in on opening day as a cleanup hitter. 
I, I don't understand the fixation of that, but Gunter's going to – easy. He's minus 1,000. Not that much money is coming in. He's a huge, 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 huge favorite. Biggest favorite on the board. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, you do bring up that great point that I, it's funny because sometimes they use NXT as something, and then other times they'll be like, oh, like with Pete Dunne, where did this guy come from? You might know by another – so, it's, you know, it's however they position it. You know, with Braun Breaker, I feel like they're going to build him up a lot and then introduce him and say that. But with LA Knight, it's almost going the opposite way where they are, he's just cold. And, I mean, you know, I I still think given the right entry, he could do okay and do well, with, especially with the mic, you know, if they give him that, that avenue first. And, it's, you know, especially with somebody like The Miz, you know, I think he could work well with The Miz. And, you know, maybe even outdo him at times. So uh, this is all Guther for me, obviously. But he's yeah, he's scheduled think... to take a long layoff to Miz, so they might they might need mm. someone to kind of take that position to take over that kind of a mic type yeah. of uh, work, especially yeah. on Raw. I think Raw, like we said, I think Raw needs that. You know, a little more than SmackDown. If you keep Kevin Owens, well, I guess Kevin Owens is Raw, but yeah, I think. I think it'd be more interesting with LA Knight on Raw, or maybe maybe even feud with Kevin Owens, you know, right off the bat, and kind of go that route. Who knows? But um, I didn't I didn't realize the Miz was taking off time. He deserves it. I mean, the Miz has done far better work than he has in the past, you know, four or five years. So whatever time he needs a film, Miz and Mrs. season eight thousand five hundred sixty, that's fine, you know. The yet couples, the yet couple, they could come back at any time. So I hope he's. Yeah. I heard he's up for. I heard he's up for some, a big kind of a, like a movie type that that's oh. like something like a trilogy almost. So I think oh, that's what yeah. I'm hearing. I don't know if he got it or not, but that's what I heard. A the Marine of- eight, nine, and ten. What was it? The Marine eight, nine, and ten. Oh. <laughs> I need I more Marine he- movies because I have a hard time sleeping. So I put those in. And I think he did do the Marine. <laughs> Actually, I think he did two of them. So yeah, I'll go figure, but. Um, how about this one? Champa D'Angelo. Greg, does Champa go out on top? Uh, by the way, Champa was in the Battle Royal last night, just in case you missed it. Granted, I'll give him that he was like the last four, five-ish left. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I was very surprised he was in that Battle Royal, and I kind of figured he'd be done after tonight or after today, you know, since it's Kick it off at one Easter, but Greg, is this the last we see of Champa in WWE? Not in WWE, in NXT. Yeah. Um, I have to say that, uh, yeah, this is definitely the last match. Uh, I felt the last month has been a screen test for him on the main roster with him doing the uh, crossover and facing off with Ziggler and Rude and having a couple matches, real matches, and not just run-ins or, you know, sit at the commentary desk type deals. Yeah. And, you know, seeing how he stands and looks next to uh, the main roster guys as far as, you know, his size, how his moves work, how the crowd reacts. And it looks like everything's been all positive. Everything looks great. His matches have gone over well. The crowd seems to be into it, and we know how how great he is. Um, you know, as much as they don't want to acknowledge the black and gold brand anymore, uh, Champa is the staple of 
you know, the black and gold brand. We still love him. And he's going to get over big on the main roster. And I think that he definitely passed the screen test. He's ready for the main roster. And they're going to bring him up to the main roster as evidenced by him being in the Battle Royal last night and being one of the last uh, four eliminated. So uh, as tradition you know, has it with NXT, you know, you put over the next guy on the way out the door. And as much as I would love to see Champa win this match, I think it, that uh, he's going to end up putting over uh, D'Angelo and helping D'Angelo because beating him is going to, you know, raise his status even more for feeding into the whole Don gimmick. And he's doing a great job at it. So um, it's not going to hurt him at all. You know, to help the kid on on the way out, and you know he'll be on Raw, or Raw or SmackDown from you know this point forward. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Raphael, where's the money line, Ryan line here? Champa or D'Angelo? Champa's the favorite to opened up like around three dollars. Got bet all the way up to three fifty. And here's another one. Uh, as I say, I think they wanted that we saw him last night. Bring him in with a, uh, bring him on a main roster with a W, uh, as he helps Tony uh, advance in his uh, NXT career. So I think they're. I like how they're doing it with him, you know, having little spotlights on the main roster uh, before they full blown give him full time job on the main roster. I liked how they uh, are bringing Campa on this one. So he'll be a main roster. I'm hearing probably SmackDown, but uh, what I understood is not 100 percent confirmed uh, where where he's going, but. Uh, he's got a bright future if he can stay healthy. Yeah, and that's well, hopefully, and that's the biggest thing. I mean, he's older too. I mean, he's late thirties. He's he's not definitely not a a spring chicken, and I mean, he's put on some ridiculously good matches back in the day. So you know, next neck surgery, neck injuries are never anything, but he seems to have you know kind of got over that. So hopefully, like you said, has a good. Uh, you know what, Greg? I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm gonna say Champa. I think just getting the win, and you know, maybe a little bit of momentum heading into his main roster run would be something. Sure. And you know, I, I you, I go back and forth. You know, like we said, do you want to put the guy out, or do you want to put the guy? You know, or just do you want to go out on top? Uh, it, it just feels like it'd be WWE to have Champa win and still go out. You know, to the next. I mean, I'm still, you know, Greg. I've always said it. Just give me him and Gargano down the road, DIY yeah. 2.0, but uh, it doesn't look doesn't look like we might get that anytime soon. So um, maybe one of them, maybe. Well, yeah, but I need <laughs> both of them. I like them in AEW with the tag team division right now, the way it's heating up, and you have ROH kind of last night starting to rise from the ashes. I mean, the Briscoes, FTR. <laughs> Proud and powerful. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on AEW tag team wrestling because the reason why they have so many tag team wrestlings because they have so much talent and they don't have enough shows to put them on there. So uh, that's yeah, the reason why they have so much tag team because uh, yeah. they have guys sitting around in the back just waiting for TV time. <laughs> At least we did see. I didn't mention this, Greg. We saw Brian Cage last night. I don't know if you saw that. He is now a Tolly Blanchard guy. So there you go. Uh, really? Brian Cage back. Yeah. That, wow. I think that's that's a whole nother. I just won't get down that road yet. So, anyways, <laughs> how about Carmelo Hayes? Is Raphael is all the money on Carmelo to retain his A title? Yes. Here? 
Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I thought about not even putting this out because I just don't see them taking it uh, taking it away from him. So, but uh, yeah, I don't see it. My only other ish or my my other my dark horse, I guess, would be Waldorf. Was there yes. any money coming in on him? Because it's just those heard, two. Yeah, that's yeah that that kind of makes sense. I mean, Waller is the guy. I think we've said this before. I don't know if it's. I feel like it might happen a little bit later. I think they still want Waller to kind of get a little more ump behind him, which he probably pretty much got it. Uh, I saw some stuff from Wally Mania of Waller, Greg. I don't know if you saw it, but oh my God, he was. He was like lighting it up against um, Indy Hartwell. I mean, he was going to town. So if you get the chance, ha- hashtag Wally Mania. I mean, it was after dark, and there was oh, definitely after dark um, shots fired. So yeah, you have to check that out to get a chance. Uh, Greg, are you going against the A champ here? Yes, I am going to just okay. for the fun of it. Uh, yeah, I like how they've been with. playing up the uh, Cameron Grimes story and his evolution from when he entered to right now has been uh, fun to watch. Uh, coming in, you know, in his TNA gimmick, you know, the technical savage and, you know, the hat. Or the hat was more over than he was for a long time and then going into the million dollar thing and now coming out of the million dollar thing more or less still he's still rich but um now he seems to be coming into his own person and trying to have some um self-realization and wanting to fulfill the promise to his dad blah 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 and create a new narrative for himself mm-hmm. um and he's playing down the whole to the moon thing and yeah. how rich he is thing and so he seems to be changing characters without getting away from now i'm mega rich and um but trying to become more of a common man than you know the rich man showing his money mm-hmm. so uh and it would be fun to have a a face in in a championship uh light right now you got two heels holding the championships and you know, you need that diversity. You know, you have the faces chasing one championship. You have the heels chasing the other championship. And, you know, Carmelo needs a good rivalry. He's just been going through, you know, sets of different characters and not having a real rivalry. Uh, him, him and Cameron could be a great rivalry because Cameron's a lot more uh, experienced, can, you know, lead some, you know, great men. Matches down the road, you can get a good trilogy, four piece out of this um, type of rivalry. So I'm gonna go with the uh, the comeback story more or less, and uh, see if Cameron Grimes can realize his dream. I'm gonna go Escobar. I just I just think if they're not gonna put Escobar on the main roster, why not have him kind of? I mean, I hate to say be transitional champion, probably to Walmart, but you know. I just think Escobar's got some some life behind him. Uh, Raphael, have you heard anything about Escobar on the main roster? Because me and Greg have talked this up a lot. Legato, the whole team probably should be on the main roster as a faction. And it's funny that they haven't brought them up yet. Have you heard anything about them coming up soonish or not? 
I heard about a month away, maybe after Royal Rumble. Uh, I, there was some talk when I was down there in St. Louis about it, but then I mm-hmm. haven't really heard anything uh, right. Now. I mean, because right now all the storylines have been why hasn't uh, someone who was supposed to be on a roster who got uh, who left another uh, uh, company? Why isn't he on TV yet? Mm-hmm. And, okay. uh, so yeah. uh, everything's pretty much. I think once that's rumor storyline whatever is done then we'll start hearing some other stuff that i think that's just been overshadowed uh yeah. by that and of course that guy you're talking about is ryback correct yes ryback we're yes. all wondering where ryback is i haven't said his name really in a while, so. no, no. He, <laughs> he almost punched me at, at mgm in las vegas when i used to work there oh man i can't imagine i can't imagine him having a temper about anything he seems like a gentle giant why are we waiting for ryback no, I was joking. That was a joke. <laughs> the best here's the best Ryback story. He put out a tweet saying, Where should I go next? And yes. retire was the top choice to win. <laughs> <laughs> and I've noticed we have not seen much of Ryback tweeting out anymore. So there we go. But next up, how about this one? This is the one that I think I think this one could steal the show at Stand and Deliver. I feel like all these guys. I think MSK, you know, we keep talking about, Greg. I feel like they still want to keep proving themselves. And, of course, this is – I'll just go first. This is all my money on the Creed brothers. This should be their coming out party. This should be the celebration with Malcolm. Maybe maybe they carry him off like a coach, you know, on their shoulders and stuff like that. So I am all in on the Creed brothers. But I think think every team gets their spot, as they say in this match. But – I really wonder if this might steal the show for NXT this afternoon. What do you got, Greg, as far as this NXT championship match? I see your point. Um, like I said, I've, I've been trying and trying and trying to get behind the MSK uh, hype train, but I have never felt it, not once. Um, you know, I know what they're trying to do, but it's never gotten there. And they need a whole lot more seasoning, maybe a character change, something, because I think if they went to the main roster, they would get eaten alive and booed out of the stadium. So uh, they are definitely not ready. Uh, I love Imperium. Their their matches are sound technically. They're solid, and, you know, you can feel the blows coming through the TV. And um, I've loved them as champs because – you know, they've raised the, the level of everybody who's in there with them. Uh, the Creeds have been fun in just seeing them on the come up. And everybody's behind the Creeds now, even though they're kind of a heel faction. And uh, so, you know, l- let them shine. I'm, I'm with you on this one. So I'm taking it for the Creeds with the upset. And I'm hoping for, you know, an awesome uh, triple threat match. So, And then Raphael is... Where's the money line here? All in Imperium, or is it the Creed Brothers? In TV, the Creed Brothers will will, put, will come out as the upset win. And betting wise, they're the huge favorite. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I forget. Nice. People, uh, when you're talking about that, uh, they're the betting favorite favorites. I, I think I think anyone that watches it or sees it or reads about it, this is their time. This is their move up. This is where. Uh, uh, they, they put their start shining up their star to start shining a little bit more. Uh, Creed's easily win this one. Yeah, I don't. And it, like you said, with MSK, I mean, we heard the stories come out last year apparently about 
you know, people trying to kind of sabotage them, but I don't know. There, there is something missing from them. I mean, maybe the pairing with Riddle on the main roster would do something. Riddle could kind of help shine them up. I don't know, but there's just something there that they just haven't had it. And who knows if they'll ever get it. So, uh, Next up, speaking of tag team champions, we got the women's champion. Randomly, we get the repairing of Raquel and Dakota. Uh, so F the Dusty Rhodes women winners of EO and Kaylee Ray as they go off to fight for the women's title. Uh, still don't know if they'll get a title shot for the tag team titles, but uh, Raphael, how about this match with this sudden kind of change in storyline? It feels like is the money on Raquel and Dakota now? Yeah, not that much though. This one we didn't get that much action. That you said if the storyline changed and everyone's kind of scratching their head to see where both teams are going to be heading after this match uh, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of question marks. So pretty much even we opened up at minus one twenty. Pretty much pick them as it is. Uh, Raquel and uh, Dakota got, got some late action, continue to get a little bit action, but uh, probably one of the quietest bets and probably one of the quietest matches, uh, yeah. I, I think, this afternoon. Well, because we all thought, I mean, it should have been EO and Kaylee Ray against this team. I mean, they won the Dusty Rhodes Classic, and now all of a sudden they're in the women's title picture just to kind of, you know, shift them away from that. But unless this is a way to maybe see, I mean, I feel like this rate, you probably do need to call up Raquel and Dakota. I know we, I've said <laughs> other people you need to call up, but what more is there left, Greg, for Raquel and Dakota to do down there? We brought this up a lot, too. You think maybe they call them up together to kind of give some tag team, you know, add another tag team up there for the main roster for the time being? Yeah, this is easily the most confusing match of the night. Um, I think Triple H is rolling over in it. Wait, he's not dead yet. He's just retired. Um, <laughs> just the whole thing. I see him. <laughs> just uh, the whole bringing together Dakota and, Ra and Raquel again after uh, them being blood enemies for almost the last year. And just like that. Oh, now I love you again. Uh, yeah, I was like, okay, what is this? And um, and the whole thing has been fractured, like you said, with EO and um, Kaylee Ray just jumping into the um, championship picture. There's a whole lot of, you know, run-on sentences here that make no sense. Uh, with this match, this will probably be the bathroom break match. Uh, I don't see it going well, but... Uh, just because it's so weird, I think we're going to get a championship or a, a title change just to play up on the, uh, the reunion. You know, this abstract yeah, reunion that we just created here. And how are they going to coexist now? Or are they going to bring them up? Or, uh, because once Sasha and Naomi went, <laughs> they're not going to have any challengers. So it would make sense from that standpoint to, um, you know, present them as a, a tag team again so they can have something that looks like a legitimate challenge. I don't see any NXT female stars moving up to the main roster because don't forget, we have four stars coming back from injuries probably in the in a blink of an eye. So uh, there's not that much quote-unquote TV time for any 
a new one, Lacey, Bailey, uh, uh, and uh, two oh, others will be coming up very, very shortly. And maybe uh, some of them may be showing up tonight or tomorrow. Hmm. Hint, hint. Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. Anyway, <laughs> that's, my, that's my girl. Um, I'm going to go talk to Attraction to retain here. I just, you know, I love a good reunion story, but it just feels like you said, just out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, so, and where are we next? All right, here we go. Mandy Rose, current champion, just really killing it down there. I mean, it's still amazing to think where Mandy Rose was last year, you know, slipping on the on the WrestleMania, like, you know, ramp last year and just not seeing where she was headed. And now she's totally reinvented herself, changed her look. That's the thing, Greg. You just got to change your look. Ask Bailey. Ask Becky Lynch now. Ask <laughs> Sasha. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's all you got to do. But anyways, you know. I'm going to assume we get the blow up between EO and Kaylee Ray. And it's probably coming down to Cora, Mandy Rose, but I just don't think Cora's ready for that title run yet. I mean, maybe this time next year or, you know, later this year. But so it's all Mandy Rose for me. Is that where the money's at, Raphael? Is there even any other swings there? I think the two ladies you mentioned, Cora and Mandy, are the only action we're getting. I just don't see her uh mandy uh losing her title because you just said it she's killing it uh, the bosses liked how the transition went and how she's just blowing it up there and i think they keep her down there for a while uh because yeah. right now she's carrying uh that that division uh right now so i don't see her why then why strip her the belt if you're not going to move her up or stuff like that so uh it's mandy's to lose unless she doesn't only fans and jump ship and goes to aew and this is one of those <laughs> weird you know not weird but Interesting that she got down there and we didn't know that she'd be able to turn it around like she did. I mean, it's like it's almost a career saving if you think about it. I mean, who knows if I it failed? She, what I heard, she requested to go down there. She wanted, she, she's like, uh, she wanted to go down there. She still wanted to polish it. And, and, there, and she's, yeah. they didn't want her to change her hair color uh, on the main roster. Uh, yeah. What I understood is she wanted to go down there and, and just revamp everything. Yeah. And uh, hats off to her for uh, uh, sticking up and see, noticing what she can do differently and try something differently. So hats off to her. Yeah, and that, that's what, you know, if, I think there's been a few other people request that. It's weird that, you know, when they when they acknowledge it and let that person do it, and other times they're like, yeah, you just keep doing your thing here. So, uh, But she's definitely made the most of it. And like you said, I wonder back on the main roster down the road, you know, how was she – be positioned. So, Greg, all your money on Mandy Rose, or are you going to pull some other name out of the hat here? Oh, I agree with you guys that uh, who knew that changing the uh, hair color would be such a huge thing, because I still look at Mandy, and I don't see Mandy. She's somebody completely different. I'm used to the golden goddess, and you know, she looks so, it's such a stark difference and she's had the attitude to go with it and it's night and day compared to you know what she was on the main roster and you're right she's been killing it um her promo's been great her in-ring has been so much better and just with the new attitude the new swagger she carries herself with she's been awesome and I never thought I'd say that about a Mandy Rose match, but 
you know, she's brought it. She's shown that she can do it. And uh, you guys are right. She's been carrying the whole division. Um, I really love to see EO win it, but, you know, it's time for EO to come up. But what you guys are saying with so many people ready to uh, return from their injuries and such, um, you know, where does she fit in? But I think there's still room for her um, to come up to the main roster because the women's division is still pretty thin and you can spread out four or five talents among both brands and create a whole lot of depth. So uh, that's the only reason I'm not calling it for EO because one, Mandy's been so great down there. Two, I see some outside interference coming in and uh, aiding in the cause a little bit. So I'm playing with the house and going with Mandy. And finally, I've said all along, this should have been on the Mania card. I think it would have been a really great coming out party for Braun Breaker to win the title on the main roster, well, on a main roster card. You know, uh, I thought we had Charlotte defend the NXT title before on at WrestleMania, so why not have, you know, Dolph and Braun tear down the house? But um, Braun got a nice little reaction last night, inducted his dad and uncle. Uh, Scott Steiner did not go off the rails too much. The story about the cow and Macho Man Randy Savage was very odd. But other than that, Scott Steiner kept it pretty legit. So, um, and then Rick Steiner only got like 30 seconds to talk. So at least he at least got that in. But uh, this is all brawn, right, Raphael? Yeah, I agree with you. They should have put this on a Sunday card because let's face it, Saturday's card stacks. Sunday's card is, uh, yeah. I think it could be over in the first commercial because there's not that many matches uh, on Sunday's card. That just tells me. Uh, Sunday's car is going to be a lot of long matches, so maybe we can get the AEW time limit uh, uh, for Sunday's matches. Uh, but, yeah, this is easy. It's Brown Bray. I mean, he's minus 1,500 right now. Uh, so I'm actually – again, I, they, Charlotte did it. Why not put this one uh, on the Sunday uh, the Sunday show because there's not that many matches on Sunday show. But this one will close, this one will close it uh, just because I think it's a feel-good story, but inducting yeah. – his family members on Friday wins the belt on Saturday. So have them come out and celebrate with him. Even they, they did do that last time. Uh, the dad had to come out after the camera. So hopefully this time they let Rick and Scott come out now. I mean, they've already, you know, uh, only if already, comes a big pop a pump, but if he doesn't, then, uh, big, then big booty daddy. Um, yeah, he, he didn't give us any math last night, Greg. So don't worry about that. But, uh, um, yeah, if, if, it's just so surprising. Like, yeah, I think you could have opened the night with this. And even opening tomorrow night would be awesome. And it is interesting, too, Raphael, that you bring that up. I was looking at Saturday versus Sunday, and I was like, well, what matches are on Sunday? Because I feel like everything just keeps saying night one. And then it's just, well, you got to think Edge and AJ is probably going to take forever <laughs> just because you feel like they're going to work that. But, yeah, and then who knows with Roman and Brock, they might try to – Push that out a little bit longer than it needs to be. But um, anyways, Greg, Braun Breaker for uh, for the win here. Yep, Braun easy. Um, Dolph makes everybody look great. Um, he's the perfect, you know, person to uh, pass the title over to Braun. They're going to have a great match. Um, Don's going to sell uh, Braun's power like nobody else can. And uh, he's going to look like a million bucks. So it's going to be a great way to go off the air. Awesome. Well, there we go. 
first half hour of the show. We just got you all the predictions. Let's do some commercial breaks because we got a lot to talk up for night one. As Rafi had mentioned, there's a plethora of stupendous matches here. Eh? A couple good vocab. My vocabulary is improving as I talk. up everybody it's your boy dan over at bwsports1.com and black and white sports and i'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home now's the time and i got just the person for you mr sean nugent aka rockstar realtor himself 317-503-8322 put that home on the market get into your dream home with this man Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right, here we go, night one. Let's just kick it off right away. I think this <laughs> opens the night. Uh, man, Undertaker, why did you have to say never say never? Because now, and the fact that Seth Rollins... Promo aired after this, after his speech last night. Uh, do we want to see Taker and Seth go in a squash match, Greg? It doesn't have to be a squash match. We can have a legitimate match. Um, it, it's Undertaker deserves it. I mean, his last but match the, to this wasn't the Boneyard like. I mean, that's like the perfect way to go out, though. <laughs> right, that's what that's what I'm saying. It, if you go by his last match now, the Boneyard match is a great match to go out on. Yeah. However, it's undeserved. It's not, you know, it's the Undertaker. You want to go out in front of a live crowd and have his last match with, you know, that huge eruption when he gets the yeah. three count. And so to have him go out like that, even as classic as the Boneyard match was, to no fanfare, no, um, you know, thank you, Taker. No, nothing. You know, he deserves that last match in front of a crowd. And who better than Seth Rollins to um, have that last epic match with? So 
Um, so who do you call on, Greg, to be the announced opponent? Is it Taker? Yeah, I'm I'm with with Taker. I, I've been thinking about the whole Cody thing, and the only reason I don't like it is because it's a bad spot for him to come in on. Um, because I think it would be the ultimate middle finger to AEW to come in and be the heel. And I'm really curious to hear what that first promo is going to sound like. Um, and I think he's going to come up, you know, very smug and pretentious and really play it up. And so he would be the wrong character to have in there with Seth. So it would be better, you know, Undertaker after he gets inducted in front of, you know, pretty much the home crowd and go out in that last big match and have his final send-off. So I'm with Taker now. And my big thinking, I mean, man, you if you heard the react, like he got a legit six, seven-minute Taker Undertaker last night. Like he could have talked the first six, seven minutes last night. So, like, you know, I can only imagine what it might be tonight. But like you said, if Cody's going to come back, and you want that night after mania moment it probably makes more sense to wait till the night after mania so is that where uh the money is lying at greg or uh rafael sorry i keep talking to greg because i'm always, i'm used to talking to greg all this time so i apologize rafael all right but it sounds like we're towards, we're, it seems like we're leaning towards cody coming back monday night and taker being the legit opponent tonight yeah, I mean, what I understood, it was a bunch, was supposed to be Cody all this time. He went after he left and signed that they wanted to have that match. And then rumors had it was going to be Shane. Uh, and then, and then, then uh, what I understood, Vince uh, went to uh, Undertaker and said, hey, you know what? You didn't get that crowd noise at the last mania because of uh, the pandemic and all that uh so what i understood this was about maybe 48 hours ago that they were going back and forth was it going to be like what austin and kevin owens are going to do is it going to be a match is it just going to be a beat down is it just going to be a stare down one last tombstone blah 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 blah. so uh last thing i heard was uh, they were teeter-tottering if, if it was going to be a full-blown uh, match, which I have a feeling it will be. Probably won't be a long one because Undertaker still has uh, some surgery schedule coming up, so I don't think his body will be, is going to take a 15-minute uh, match or stuff like that. It'll be a, probably a really, really quick one because, again, the card is stacked on Saturday. It was going to be a five-hour Saturday show, uh, so this one will be a really quick one, but it, it's got to be the Undertaker, what we saw last night, and uh, maybe uh, we'll hear the, the Money song come out maybe on Sunday. Mm. Okay. Oh, he's going to take on Brock and Roman, best in the world. I mean, why not? Or maybe Starboy <laughs> will come out. Who? Stardust? <laughs> I call him Starboy when they oh. went. Uh, when, when they... <laughs> oh, my goodness. That would be such a pop. But anyway, yeah. Uh, um, well, yeah, I was going to say, you bring up interesting point, Raphael, because if you watch The Undertaker walk to the ring last night, I mean, he was kind of hunched over. So I don't think he needs to give us a – I don't even know if a seven-minute, eight-minute match tonight. Like, but with the fact that Vince inducted him, I mean, yeah. And Vince keeps saying, "I'll find the opponent for you." I feel like you know it's going to be Undertaker. And uh, what's funny is uh, there was a um, a local guy here uh, that was a, he was predicting Undertaker all along. So give him a lot of props on that. But after last night, 
you have to take her, take her walk back in the ring and say never, say never, and put on the coat and hat. Oh yeah, it's it's probably gonna happen. So and then like we said, give Cody the moment at night after mania to kind of let that simmer and see where Cody goes. Cause like we said, that's gonna be interesting. What way do they position Cody Rhodes? Like, you know, as a uh, homecoming hero or as a swarmy heel that, you know, is going to try to play up, hey, I started my own company. And not necessarily say he failed at it, but, you know, he he did everything. So uh, next up, how about this one, Greg? Drew McIntyre. Just, just yeah, Drew. Yeah, Drew, next. Raphael, any money on Happy Corbin at all? Or is this like... The, one of the locks of the night. This is when I'm probably going to be having my full-blown March Madness. I can't wait uh, watching this game. I, I do not want nothing to do with this <laughs> uh, right here. I'm tired of Drew McIntyre's sword. I'm, try, I'm tired of Happy Corbin uh, and his money skits at Casino. Yeah, I'm just tired of the whole – all three of the guys. If you want makeovers, here's when – all three of these need makeovers. Agreed. Where? Real quick, where is the money line for the final four? Since we're talking about that, real quick, is it all on Duke? Uh, both of them are four. Kansas uh, is four against uh, shorthanded Villanova, and uh, Special K is minus four over uh, North Carolina. Okay, I kind of fit. Yeah, hey, I forgot that Villanova lost one of their top players. So yeah, they're they're hurting. So. Uh, next up, how about, this one is interesting. A lot of people are saying this feels like the faces go over because it is WrestleMania, but the Usos are so damn good, and they're they're what two or three levels above Nakamura and Boogs right now. So I'm going to call the Usos on this one, Greg. How about you? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Usos at WrestleMania is money, um, but like I said, all these guys are going to turn up and bring their A game. And I expect a, a real banger out of this match, but uh, Usos for sure. This is one, it is one of those times I feel like any other year, I would easily say the faces win here, just the way, way Nakamura and Boogs had kind of been rolling. But yeah, I don't, I'm not ready to stop the, the Usos trade yet. Uh, Raphael, is the money showing up on Nakamura and Boogs though? No. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. It's all Usos. I mean, the, what they've been doing over in SmackDown uh, with, with the Tribal uh, Chief, uh, they're great. They're, they're great on the mic. Uh, they're great in the ring. Uh, I just don't see their titles uh, being shipped over. I, I still don't understand why they have Nakamura in tag team uh, right now. I guess because they don't have his, uh, an opponent uh, for singles match, at least right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's, it's got to be the Usos. They open up at $2 favorite. They're close to $3 oh. right now. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Like, I just feel like one, every other year, you know, that face team kind of build a momentum would totally go over here. But it just feels, I mean, with the Usos, what, 250-some days, I thought they said, or 290? I mean, it's, yeah, it's approaching God mode, as they say. So um, how about this one? Uh, Greg, have at it. Which one do you, where are we going on this one? Oh, oh they, are they actually calling them the New Day again? Or are they... Uh... I, I, they wrote the New Day on the official uh, WWE site, so I took it straight from there. Hey, there's a win. So, uh, you know, we, we're going to call this the Justice for E match and uh, have the uh, 
the New Day go over? Do you think Big E makes an appearance? No. No, I guess he is still the next day. So. It'd be awesome if he could, but yeah. So it'd be kind of a downer uh, to see him there in a in a net race. So that's probably yeah. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, well, I just I wonder because of the Pete Dunn fact, well, Butch, Butch and the Sundance kids. Um, Raphael is where's the money going on this one? It kind of feels like it could be split. And not really. It's all the new day. I mean, especially with okay. especially with Big E's injury and stuff like that, okay. even uh, even though the management did not want him to do those Instagram posts uh, of him because they don't like to sh when you have a neck injury wrestling they, game, they that, don't yeah. want to show it even though everyone knows it on social media and all that uh, but uh, I liked how Big E stepped in front of it and uh, and took it there so but yeah I just don't see it in the new day or minus three dollar favorites I, I can't oh. I don't see this happening. Uh, and, and Sheamus always loses on WrestleMania. He, he's like the cane now. <laughs> well, and Sasha Banks is Owen whatever at WrestleMania. I didn't realize. So uh, that was interesting to me. I figured Sasha would have got one or two wins, but uh, she's not one at all. So uh, next up, this is all the Mysterios. Like there's, uh, I, I'm curious to see how Logan Paul does. We saw how well Bad Bunny did last year. I mean, that's kind of our Mendoza line right now. But, um, you know, I think Logan Paul maybe pulls out a skull-crushing finale, but this is all the Mysterios. I think what's interesting to me, Greg, is them bringing up the idea of the mask, and maybe they uh, have Dominique receive a mask from Rey Mysterio soon. It feels like they're going that route. Even though, you know, I've said all along, Dominique probably needs to go on his own, but you wonder if a mask kind of plays a part now that they've been playing that up as well. So, um, but this is all the Mysterios. Where, where do you see things go for this, Greg? I, I like that narrative that you draw in there with Dominic earn, earning his mask. I mean, you know, the, the kid for as green as he is has shown improvement, um, you know, kind of month to month. And, you know, some of his moves are still kind of, you know, cringy, but, you know, yeah. the kid's, what, 20-something? And then he's he's still he's still an infant in this game, but he's showing some promise. And you know, has he done enough to earn his mask? Maybe uh, a big win at WrestleMania may be what uh, what does it for him. So I like that narrative that you're drawing. And you're absolutely right that uh, Big Buddy or Bad Buddy really raised the bar for the celebrity wrestlers uh, on WrestleMania. And I don't see Logan Paul getting anywhere close to that. Um, if you're going to see Hughes fills the bad bunny role this year, I'm, I'm going to put that right on the shoulders of Pat McAfee. Um, so this match is, this is not it. It's uh, all Mysterios in about five minutes. Yeah. I was, yeah. I kind of wondered if it would be a quick match. So, um, Oh, not it's not going to be a quick match. Is that what you're saying, Raphael? Uh, it's not. Well, it's not going to be a long match. We opened up uh, Logan Paul and The Miz as the small favorites, and oh, okay. came in. it's pretty much a pick'em match on, on this. Mm -hmm. one. Uh, I totally disagree on uh, on uh, him getting a mask because that would just pretty much give the middle finger to all luchadors and Mexican wrestling. Yet you get a match after you've shown your face for how many mm -hmm. years on TV. Uh, I don't uh, see that uh, happening. 
Uh, we've never seen Ray without his mask on. So why do totally opposite uh, on that? I don't see that. If they do, that's like I said, uh, born and raised with watching wrestling with my grandpa uh, with all the mask and all that. So he he rolled over in his grave and probably give out, give out the middle finger. <laughs> Hopefully that is not the case. Well, what if they go the opposite way and Dom does turn it down? And uh, turn, turns heel on daddy. Because I, I joked, I'm like, if there was still Eddie Guerrero, Dominic would have already been paired with Eddie Guerrero by now. Like, I was kind of thinking about that randomly. I'm like, man, they would have already, they would have already put Dominic and Eddie together. And when, Ray, when Ray wrestles his son, that's his last match. Uh, it's been yeah. rumored that that's, oh, he's okay. already said that so his last yeah. match, he wants to be with his son and, and stuff like that. So when that, okay. when that hits the, the, the airwaves, you know, Ray's on his way out uh, and stuff like that. I I think the Miz wins this one. I, I, there's no, I mean, what, what if the Mysterios win? What's there's nothing really going on uh, going forward for them on that. I still think they push over the Miz uh, and give him a, a, a win. I, I don't think it goes a win. Something disqualification. Something weird happens in this one. I don't think no one gets pinballed or something. But uh, this one's one of those boring ones that you can't like. Oh, I, I watched this whole match and this is how it ended. Type of moment. Well, that yeah, I mean, it, it, that that'd be a miss way to go out too, because you know he still won the main event with the DQ technically, so of WrestleMania against John Cena, thanks to The Rock. So, uh, what better way than the Miz to pick up a fluky win than here? So, uh, next up, how about this one? Becky Lynch with the new hairdo, new outlook on life. Um, I was surprised, Raphael. There's no, is there a prop bet about whether Bianca gets her hair cut or not in this match? No, it's in her contract that she went out. <laughs> so yeah. uh, people realize that, uh, it would, oh, I can't believe they did that. Uh, I understood that that's in her contract that uh, no one will so get her hair out. Is, or, is all the money on Bianca? Uh, pretty much. I mean, I think the money came in heavily on Bianca and then some money after Becky Lynch got a nice haircut. Uh, some money came in on that. I just don't see uh them having becky uh keep her title on this one uh, if you watched a couple of her interviews uh, this this week you could pretty much tell that she's mentioned that bianca's the the uh, the the big the, the strongest and the quickest and the best athlete in the women's division right now you've heard that multiple times she said that so uh, i i see her feuding with other people that could be coming back on the roster uh so i think this is bianca's time to, to get her belt back that, yeah, and that's where I'm going. I think it's all Bianca. Um, you know, maybe down, maybe somewhere there's the tease of the haircut again, but uh, Bianca ultimately comes up on top here. Uh, where are you going, Greg? Yep, I'm with you guys. It's that uh, this is the payoff for the Becky return at SummerSlam and the long story that they've played out since then. Uh, the twists and turns, the right they sit this on, it's been great. But, you know, you end the feud here and, you know, give Bianca, Bianca her belt back and some new challengers. So mm -hmm. I'm with Bianca on it. I am interested to see Becky Lynch, what she pulls out um, entrance-wise, because uh, now with the new hairdo, you know, does she kind of pull out a new outfit? And so that's the best thing about WrestleMania is watching some of the new gear debut as well. So Yeah. Um, how about this one? We still don't have the official submission match tag to it but i feel like the winner is going to submit the other one greg where are we going with this one 
Yeah, I'm, I agree with you. It should have been declared a submission match two weeks ago, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. that uh, they're so emphasizing it so strongly that one of them should, should have just suggested it. And, of course, the other one would have said yes. Um, but to me, this feels like a Ronda uh, win. I think uh, Charlotte's been at the top for a long time. We've seen her beat everybody. And this is a uh, little blast from the past from WrestleMania a couple years ago. And uh, a chance to see what Ronda can do at the belt. Um, she got deprived of it last time. And, you know, she just had the baby. She's not going anywhere for a while. She said she's going to stay wrestling until it's time for baby number two. And I would be interested to see how she um, has matches with the rest of the girls on the roster. Now that we've had that separation from a few years ago and there's a new crop of talent out there. So um, I think we get an upset and Ronda wins. And Raphael, where's the money line here for this match? It's all on, it's all on Rousey. I mean, why bring her back? Uh, Charlotte's been there in the top before. Don't forget the, the, uh, the switch of ruse coming up pretty soon. Uh, the draft. So I would not be shocked me if, uh, they put Charlotte back on raw. I uh, maybe have her introduce, uh, for some more, uh, different talent and different, maybe she grabs a raw belt. And uh, of course, Rousey would stay on SmackDown for the TV rating wise. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all about uh, Rousey in this one. I wouldn't, and don't forget, it would not shock me if uh, Becky Lynch, like I said, during that switcheroo of uh, to she gets uh, drafted over to uh, SmackDown okay. and, and uh, battles with Ronda. So we can get the Becky Ronda one on one at some point, maybe SummerSlam. I think that would be a good SummerSlam event too. So uh, yeah, this feels like all Ronda with the ankle lock. She's been perfecting it, you know. So why not? Um, pull that out and um, yeah I, th- I think it just uh, I think it sounds like Fox would want Rousey as well as their champion for the network so uh, and finally I, oh wow I think we're already there we're at the main event um, so Raphael what is the money line here official match a brawl a couple stunners where are we going with this one as of what I heard last night they still didn't know if uh, they were going to do a match uh, yet. So Vince wants uh, uh, Austin to be more TV ready for on Austin doesn't. Uh, he's just pretty much saying, hey, you know what? This is in my backyard. I'll do everything you want. I'll still make some guest appearances here and there. I don't think it's going to be a match. I think yeah. both do stunners. Uh, and, and I think uh, Stone Cold ends it off of a stunner. And uh, as of uh, today, I had over under how many beers Stone Cold Steve Austin Austin opens up uh, in the ring. It's over under eight and a half. Everyone's betting the over. So uh, mm-hmm. I would be totally, totally, totally blown away if this is a, a, a match. Uh, yeah. I just think it's going to be a bunch of talking, a bunch of, you know, stuff like this. And then I'll brawl out. Maybe even towards the end, uh, Steve picks up KO and they drink a beer together and and, and they walk off in the sunset. But uh, maybe that's I'll say one more stunner for the road. Yeah, and then they drink a beer, then he stuns him again, and then that's yeah. how he uh, ends Well, up. I just think we're going to book in with Taker probably opening and Stone Cold closing. Yes. Like, what a <laughs> who would have thought a year ago that we would be bookending um, a WrestleMania with, you know, two of the greatest of all times? Like, I well, mean, they were, me, 
It was supposed to be an NWO appearance uh, away before uh, rest in peace. uh, Oh, okay. uh, Our boy passed away. uh, Uh, They were were doing something that way where they were going to interfere in a match and and, and do something like that. But uh, we all know what happened. Rest in peace. But uh, so it could have been even lo- it could have even been more stars <laughs> or old stars piling up in in uh, in the ring. Yeah. Uh, well, it probably would have made sense to be here because Stone Cold's taken him out before, so why not take him out one last time? But uh, I'm with you, Rafi. I feel like this is just gonna be like a segment, and I guess it's gonna people probably will be upset because it's gonna main event, and like who knows how long it will be. But at the end of the day, I think Kevin Owens tries to get a stunner. Stone Cold hits him, pours the beers, picks him up, hits another stunner, rides off, you know. And be, I guess in a way, it'd be awesome maybe to call an Undertaker to get one last thank you, Taker. You know, just something like, I don't know. But, um, yeah, this feels like all Stone Cold. But, hey, Kevin Owens getting work with Stone Cold at WrestleMania. I, I've said it all along. Who would have who would have foresaw Kevin Owens when, he, you know, granted he did kick off his WWE main roster run with John Cena. So now getting to work with Stone Cold, you know, without even Stone Cold showing up ever until tonight. That that shows how well, uh, how how awesome Kevin Owens is. He's made this whole feud work without even Stone Cold appearing once, you know, other than the little video thing. So um, that's always a cool thing to see, like a performer like that. So. Uh, He's like like Bray Wyatt uh, a couple years ago when he sold that whole storyline. It was all him. Uh, There's another one we could maybe see Saturday or Sunday. That, I was going to bring that up at some point. Um, I, Anyways, we'll get to this first and then we'll go back, circle back to that. Because I have some interesting questions about Bray Wyatt. But um, yeah, how about it, Greg? Uh, What are we saying for this? Segment, match. What are you calling for it? Yeah. Um, first of all, shout out to Kevin Owens for, for being so awesome in this whole storyline. Because um, mm-hmm. a couple months ago, you and me were had him, you know, hashtag Mount Rushmore, uh, all elite, mm-hmm. you know, ready to go with his uh, contract ending. And when he resigned, we're like, okay, why? But now we see why. But they came up, come up to him and go, "Hey, here's what we got for you." End of the year, big storyline with Roman Reigns. Beginning of the year, uh, big storylines with Seth Rollins, and then WrestleMania. We're gonna put you in there with a top dog uh, legend like Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, as, as much as we love AEW, the WWE is where it's at. And you know, when you can pull out. Stone Cold, Undertaker, and all the legends of the biz, you know, you see why guys don't automatically jump ship when their uh, contracts come up. You can lay this out in front of Kevin Owens and on top of a bag of money, three or four bags of money. Now we can see why he didn't leave. And, you know, he gets probably the highest profile spot on night one for, for staying. And he's shown it. He's Everything he's done has been fantastic. That segment that he did where, uh, you know, the Stone Cold entrance and the imitation and then the uh, glass breaking in the middle of the segment, you know, I'm sure it got all of us because it was just genius. Everything he's been doing is just genius. So 
Um, love the guy. We can see why, you know, they paid to, to keep him around. Uh, as far as the match goes, I don't see how you can call it a main event without having some physicality. I could see how you can end night one with just a talk show. Um, we know how it's going to end, okay, with Stone Cold uh, smashing beers, literally, and the place going nuts. But how do you get there? So them just coming in and, and smack talking back and forth isn't enough. We, we need to see him, like I said, if you're going to open up a can of whoop ass, you can't be just yapping on the microphone. There's got to be some physicality in it. And that's why I see them doing, you know, you know, barking at each other. Okay, let's have a match that maybe Stone Cold calls for a Texas street fight. That way, we don't have to worry about technical wrestling. They swing a few weapons, chair, a table spot, a stunner, boom, game over. And then we go smashing beers. The place goes crazy. And he gets his last match, his legit last match. And then we go off on that all-time high. So I, I think we're going to get a little something-something of a match. Maybe not a, a full-blown, you know, regular wrestling match, but some gimmick match. Yeah. Uh, when they get to use weapons, get to be just street fight it out, and then we end it on that on that high. Yeah, and that I mean, yeah, you could easily do that too. I mean, I brought it up before. The Rock wrestled Eric Rowan in the shortest match ever at WrestleMania uh, in Dallas a few years back. So um, who's to say? I guess especially if Kevin Owens shows up in you know his fight gear, you you'll wonder if they'll do like you said uh some sort of match uh but rafael bray white's been the name kind of showing up he's a lot more active on social media is he kind of coming out as a favorite as a surprise uh, person tonight or or what are we hearing on bray wyatt not to get too deep into it i think bailey's probably gonna is the probably favorite that could maybe make some kind of an, uh, an appearance uh yeah. people realize that don't realize when bray Wyatt got released he mostly got released because of mentally uh he was he was having he's he's had some mental issues that he's been trying to clear up before he was even in wwe uh yeah. what i understood so uh it's pretty much was let go was hey let's get your mindset go get your go get take it go get the recharge whatever you need to do uh, I, I did not hear if it was any drug related, maybe probably booze. Cause I think every, I think 99% of the people in the locker room probably have some kind of a, a alcoholic, uh, uh, issue on that. But, uh, he, he, he didn't, he, he's, he got released and he was one of the ones that really didn't bash why he got released or shocked and all that. He just went away, uh, put away his social media. So I would not be shocked. That's why he hasn't signed with AEW, even Braun. I mean, you know, he hasn't signed. Uh, with AEW, and I know they begged him and begged him and begged him uh, to, to go over there. Oh, I'm shocked if the Fiend uh, comes back because they still don't have nothing with Alexa. Uh, they, her storyline's kind of still there, but it's kind of not. Why have her story of who she is now still be hanging around if maybe you didn't have something uh, in the back door? I would not be shocked if that's the case, but at the same time, uh, he said on his Instagram, he's never been felt better mentally. And I, I'm just, uh, I, I would not be shocked if I, if he stays gone a little bit mile because mental issues don't go away right away. And if he's feeling good, once you feel good for a couple more months and then come back uh, full time instead of maybe just part time. And even him, said, I, I wish I could find the exact quote, but him talking, like commenting on something about Seth Rollins saying, 
you know, want to do this right at some point down the road. Uh, that was interesting to see. Uh, I kind of joked, like, I mean, what better way if we saw Bray Wyatt as a corporate puppet for Vince? I mean, if Vince McMahon kind of said, I have some, you know, we get corporate Bray Wyatt. I mean, who's to say, you know, it could, I mean, it's something different. I mean, Bray seems all about trying to explore something and go with it. So I was just, you know, even though Bo Dallas would have been perfect for that type of role too. I could see Bo Dallas has, but that, uh, you know, we haven't heard that name forever. Uh, Broad is another guy. Yeah. Um, he's got the new haircut. Everybody's, uh, he's controlling his narrative as they say with, uh, EC3 and, uh, Austin Aries. I think they're trying to do that down there, wherever they're doing that. So, um, but Greg, what do you think about Bray Wyatt showing up tonight? Or do we think ultimately he ends up in AEW? Hey, if um, Seth is standing in the ring and we get the Fiend entrance as the mystery opponent, I would love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would be huge because it's so unexpected. Bray has been, like I said, off the grid for a while. And that type of entrance to start the night, holy crap. Um, people would be right back in it. Uh, as hot as it was when he was at the peak of his power, so to speak. So I would love it to if he was set the mystery opponent. Um, another thing to think about if Undertaker's not ready, and and Bray is. Um, but to see him come back, as, as much as I'm still kind of, kind of been fed the hocus pocus stuff, uh, way too much. You know, I like the way the, the Fiend was presented and they had the history with Seth and the Fiend and it ended kind of odd. So mm-hmm. be able to correct that on the stage would be awesome. But I wouldn't be averse to seeing uh, Bray back uh, as the Fiend at all, as long as they can, you know, do it better than they did before. Yeah, you have him, Cody Rhodes, like kind of coming back to rewrite things. I think would be very interesting. Um, just some other wrestling stuff. So I don't know if you saw Greg, but Samoa Joe, guess where he is officially landed? Did hey, all he for it. All Elite ROH, whatever they're going to call this conglomerate. Um, and he's he's ready to kick ass, which is good. Bring back the muscle buster. Bring back the Joe Bold. I mean, people have already thrown it out. Punk Samoa Joe. Uh, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson. I mean, you know, <laughs> Absolutely. Samoa Joe going after Jay Lethal, who almost broke his, his record. So uh, this could be what Jay Lethal needs too, Greg, because we brought that up. Jay Lethal's kind of been like, you know, just sailing and not really having any direction. So this might give him that. I mean, Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, you know, Samoa Joe, Hangman Page. I mean, this is, this is going to yeah. be awesome. I mean, and then you have William Regal. You know, there too. So who knows if they're kind hey, of put them in the fight club, man. Yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club. So uh yeah. Raphael, was there big money for Samoa Joe to land in uh all elite or was that easy money? <laughs> it was easy. I think it's just more people are trying to figure out what's gonna do now with New Japan with them uh purchasing it and so are they gonna use it as a brand or are they gonna use it as their triple A like uh NXT does and stuff like that? Uh 
AEW's floating right now. They're they're teeter tottering on very thin ice. We've already heard budget cuts from uh, from behind uh, closed doors. Uh, a lot of their stars that were there from the get go are getting really po'd that they're sending all these guys uh, to come in. I mean that roster. There's a if you if you watch uh, a Wednesday show and a Friday show and then shut it off and sit back and and just think about who you didn't see that's on yeah. their roster. Uh, and I think that's going to be. I mean, granted, they're the they're the favorite Kool Aid right now, uh, and everyone's AEW in. But there's a lot of stars that I'm hearing uh, that that are very upset that they keep when they open up or hit their refresh button on Twitter, someone is now all elite, and that's taken away where when they first brought in Ollie, okay, we're here, this is our time to shine, and all of a sudden, in a blink of an eye, there's someone else there. So, like I said, I. I that's why I tell people MJF is the, he should just leave now because he's going to WWE. He ain't staying uh, uh, there. Uh, Vince McMahon before he uh, croaks over or hands the keys over to his kids and all that, he's just gonna give MJF the checkbook and say, "Hey, here you go. You write your number and here you go." Because uh, he's mad. He's I heard he was po'd and how much money they gave the Hardys, uh, Jeff Hardy, to come there. Uh, so uh, I would not be shocked if uh, uh, we start in a couple of years, we start seeing the other way people leaving there, going back uh, uh, to WWE. So I, new Japan is going to be very interesting to see if they're going to be able to satisfy that heavy, heavy locker room that AEW has that people just begging and begging and begging just to try to get some TV time. Pretty soon we're going to have uh, six, we're going to have eight tag team matches just because people just want TV time. <laughs> Well, that's what you wonder with ROH. Like you're going, to, you're going to have to use that a lot. Yes. To kind of put something. I mean, last night they kind of I threw meant to the. Say not New Japan. I'm sorry. I meant to say. Yeah, sorry. That's all I was. I was, gonna, I was wondering. I'm like, oh man, they bought New Japan too. Well, wow, they're really <laughs> no, but yeah, because um, they kind of threw the kitchen sink. I mean, you had the Young Bucks on last night. You had FTR winning the ROH tag team titles against the Briscoes. I, I almost wish I would have put some money down to watch it because, I mean, I just scrolling through Twitter. I mean, you could just see how good it was. So, and then some Ojo showing up at the end of the night. Uh, invite you, <laughs> not just you know suit or not just like his uh like a jacket and tie or whatever you know a jacket and shirt, but uh, ready to fight. So, yeah, it is interesting you bring that up, Raphael, because we are. I was wondering now that we're in year three ish, or starting to head year three, you would think some guys are going to jump, you know, to all or maybe they'll get do the Matt Cardona route. And just go wherever the hell you want and make your money. Like, who would have thought Matt Cardona, <laughs> aka Zach Ryder, would be, you know, one of the hottest independent wrestlers right now? Hey, he needs I mean, he needs uh, all the money he can get because he has a toy buying problem. So he needs all the money. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, that is true. Well, he just had a wedding. I mean, then that wedding couldn't have been cheap. So uh, between him, yeah, him and Chelsea, yeah, I'm sure they're hopefully they're doing okay. But uh, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, ROH is something to watch. Like, does that get relegated to YouTube, or do they kind of find room on TBS or TNT to kind of swing that somewhere? Uh, like you, I know we brought up Greg six oh five TBS Saturday. Why not? You know, bring that back, <laughs> bring back ROH for a little WCW. Uh, what was that WCW Saturday they used to have back in the day? So uh, ROH could be fun to kind of fill that void and. That's why I was surprised too. Miro signed in a four-year deal because uh, we haven't seen Miro in a year at least, right? Or maybe a little less than that now. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, and I keep joking, Lana. I guess they're. 
I, from what I saw now, Miro's doing some, like working on a CBS pilot. Yes. Uh, which <laughs> I'm, I'm really? sorry, but yeah. Uh, Miro kind of TV star. Eh, I'll, I'll, I'll put my money against that. But anyway, so um, now Lana, I could see shifting into TV movies. I think she can, you know. Something right now as well. Yeah, so I could see her acting chops. Uh, so it'd be it'd be interesting, Miro, as you know, some sort of action star or comedy, I don't know, whatever star. But um, that's all I got, though. That this is like we said, Greg. This is a busy weekend, and uh, I thought I thought NXT started earlier. So sorry for the early morning, but I appreciate Raphael being in Vegas. Are you have you even gone to bed yet? No, this is. Uh, <laughs> There's no UFC tonight. I'm glad there's not really no good boxing because not only do I have NXT this afternoon and, and NBA and NHL and then Final Four tonight, but we also have uh, Arkansas Derby, the Florida Derby, because the Kentucky Derby is less uh, is a month away. So uh, people, just, uh, my days are, could get very very hectic, and then I got to do prop bets all weekend long. I'm doing more NFL draft prop bets, mm-hmm. Tiger Wood prop bets, and stuff like. I said the Masters is coming up too. The Masters yeah, is. Like, uh, I got a whole bunch of Tiger Wood prop bets being released uh, today. You can even bet what color polo or golf shirt he wear on Thursday. So I have that. I was going to ask you real quick, Rafi, what is the over-under on the national anthem? Because usually that's a long one for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I uh, when, 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 when Garcia sang, I think it was like 20 minutes. I'm like, I think I oh, went yeah, to yeah, yeah. up a sandwich <laughs> home and she was still singing. <laughs> yeah. She's, she, uh, she is one that um carries out every two so real quick random story so i went to a pacer game last week and i saw a electric or i saw a bassoon player with a guitar pedal playing the national anthem so wow. he was using like a wawa pedal and a distortion pedal to play the bassoon you know. <laughs> yeah yeah i was like i'm pretty yeah because i kept thinking i'm like Where's that distortion coming from? And I couldn't, you know, the camera's showing him, but I'm looking, I'm like, oh, he's legit got like a pedal board doing a wah-wah pedal and then a couple distortion pedals. So most random national anthem I've ever seen there. So um, fun story there. But uh, Raphael, thank you so much. Do you want to join us again tomorrow or are you, uh, are you all tuckered out from today? I'll, try to, I'll let you know today. I'll try to squeeze. I got some stuff I'm working on uh, tomorrow. Okay. Some, uh, I do some stuff for NFL Sirius on Sunday, so uh, I'll see if I can uh, maybe push that back and all that. But yeah, I love to because, like I said, I think tomorrow's show, uh, I, I think Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, I think could steal the show. Uh, I, I used to work with him, uh, he was one of our affiliates over at my bookie many, many moons ago, Pat McAfee. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. many, many. Uh, times uh, and stuff like that. So I think that could be very, very interesting. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Bobby Lashley's now turning uh, uh, turning a new new era in his life. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see what the Omos and the, uh, the Lashley fight that could be end up with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. The, the immovable object and the force, whatever whatever that phrase is. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure Pat, uh, Pat Ackley did okay for himself with Fandle, didn't he? <laughs> Raphael. Yes. Made. We could match. We could match that money that Fanduel gave him. But if I don't do tomorrow's show, we have a bet. Well, what happen? I want to see what what happens first from you guys. Yeah, answer me. What happens first? Brock Lesnar F five or a Roman Reigns spear? 
I'm going to go Brock Lesnar F5. I think Brock yeah. hits it. I think Brock hits it right off the bat and kind of, you know, count like stuns Roman at first. But I will leave my prediction till tomorrow. Tease. <laughs> that tease. And then you can so, also. You can also bet how many uh, suplexes does uh, Brock Lesnar do on uh, over under six and a half? Over, way. Over. Yeah, I'm gonna over. go over. Everyone thought it was gonna be over at Royal Rumble, and it went. Sure it, was. it went under. Yeah. Yeah, but this is WrestleMania. He's gonna turn everything up. So, what do you call him, Greg? Uh, F5 first or a spear first? F5, hands down. Because Roman's been getting over on Brock. I mean, especially if you consider that random Madison Square Garden, that is what that is kind of turning my prediction back and forth. Like Roman got totally over there. So that's why I always think that Brock gets the first shot, as they say. Um, but yeah, I'm that match should be interesting to see like how they play it up next tomorrow night. Because uh, like you said, Raphael, I think there's like five matches scheduled tomorrow, if that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. But. There's gonna be a lot of uh, wish that twenty minute time limit uh, was was effective. Yeah, TV time. <laughs> so, uh, Greg, any last comments for today before we sign off here? Yeah, I think we solve your ROH question by bye bye dark bye bye dark elevation. Hello ROH in that time slot. You pick one and represent ROH in a, a spot that's already there um you want to you bring a new generation into the roh era that's how you do it get rid of dark get rid of dark elevation still have the matches still put the matches results on the ticker but we're done televising it put roh in there and bring up that brand uh you know organically and let people see it so i think that i love that um the Steiner Brothers induction was kind of the gateway into um, finally acknowledging the fact that, you know, Braun Breaker is Rick Steiner's son. I mean, they've been dropping the little hints uh, along the way. But, you know, that's for us old heads who've been watching it for 20, 30 years. The new generation doesn't know or hasn't seen the Steiner Brothers, the original Steiner Brothers have a match. And, were aware of all the terminology, the dog face gremlin and uh, him using the recliner. And now this kind of really exposes that. And it's uh, when he gets to the main roster and has that inevitable name change that uh, we know where it came from. So I love that they are setting that seed now for, you know, a year from now when Braun Breaker's ready to pop up on the, the main roster. Um, so I love that they they finally acknowledge out loud for, you know, the simpletons in the back that, you know, Rob Breaker is Rick Snyder's son. So I love that they um, allowed that to happen. Plus, you know, you and me had talked about the Undertaker going in alone and why we disagree with him going in alone. And the more I thought about it, um, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they presented this to the Undertaker and, you know, knowing the locker room leader that he is, the guy that everybody respected and, you know, feared more or less, um, that maybe they presented that to him and he didn't want to do it. 
you know, okay. as his last act as a guy who was always there backstage to help and um, be that guiding light kind of thing that the the most altruistic thing he can do as he leaves is put the next group over uh, on the way out the door, especially when you got a Braun Breaker uh, ready to emerge. So I think that that's quite a possibility. You probably won't hear about it for, you know, five or 10 years, but possibly that scenario uh, came up and that was the response to it. Yeah, and they, I mean, they did give Taker all the time in the world because I just got word he just finished his induction speech. Just now. <laughs> so he just finished it up. He's still talking about um, his rules for living. So uh, um, people joke, they're like, if you need a tech talk, TED talk host, uh, just get The Undertaker because that's uh, that was pretty much the speech. And what I noticed was, man, there was a lot of thinking of moms and dads. Like that was all throughout the night. Uh, Mr. T's opened up that door to thank all the mamas out there. And now <laughs> last night was the was the theme, like the Steiner brothers talking about being a dad and uh, Vader, obviously Vader's son uh, was out there to thank his, you know, thank his dad and Undertaker thanking his mom and dad. So uh, it was interesting to kind of hear all that. Raphael, any parting word? Where can the people find you for all our betting needs? You can find me over on Twitter at BSI.Sports. You can find me over at MyBookie.ag, over at DocSports.com as well. And you can also find me on Instagram at Rafael Esparza. Good. Slide in those DMs if you need to get your booking needs. So, um, and MyBookie, right? Yes. Good. Okay. We won't mention the other one. Sorry if that, that screwed you over. So I will not <laughs> say the other one. <laughs> Just want to make sure. So, um, But yeah, thank you for watching. Glad we could get this going and Let's just have let's just sit back and enjoy the night because I, I think tonight's gonna be a lot of fun. And especially like we said, you have possibly Taker started the night, Stone Cold ending the night. This is like an attitude era's wet dream tonight. So uh, just enjoy the evening, enjoy the weekend, and just enjoy wrestling. You know, that's what the biggest story is. So thank you for watching and enjoy the day. Happy WrestleMania weekend. <laughs>